0: Welcome to Change Your Mindset Podcast, where it's all about believing in and executing on different and innovative ways to strengthen both your leadership and communication skills to help increase your success, and especially in today's disruptive business environment. One of the most effective ways of building stronger leadership and communication skills is by embracing the principles of improvisation. Yes, that's right, improv. Your host, Peter Margaritas, is an improv virtuoso. He's also a certified speaking professional and a CPA, also known as the Accidental Accountant. Each episode of Change Your Mindset is designed to bring you different and innovative ideas, thoughts and behavioral changes on a variety of differing topics, with the sole purpose of strengthening your critical soft skills. We may call them soft skills, but they are the hardest to master. And when we do, greater success and growth is the result. So jump in and start changing your mindset now. Let's start the show.
1: Thank load off Stress relievers for overwrought leaders. In April of 2020, I was approached by my improv coach, Jay Suko, about conducting a test to see if a virtual improv workshop would be doable. Many would have said, no, you can't conduct an improv workshop virtually. This can only be done in a live, face-to-face environment. I, however, said, yes, and let's give it a try. Surprising, right? What we discovered is that a virtual improv workshop is very doable. Now came the questions. Was there a marketplace of interested participants? Could it be engaging and impactful? Could it be profitable? So I decided to create my own virtual improv workshop and test it during the summer with a launch date of fall 2020. I invited 15 to 20 of my friends to participate for 90 minutes in this beta test. On average, we would have 8 to 10 participants at each gathering. After the test, I launched a six-week series of 90-minute workshops beginning in November 2020 in the second series that kicked off in February 2021 the consistent dynamic and feedback from the participants through the beta test and the two subsequent offerings was that it was such a great time. It was such a great time. What was educational in nature was entertaining and enjoyable at its essence. Everyone laughed, bonded with each other, and learned. Everyone commented on how they looked forward each week to the class. They were able to escape the hectic nature of their work and lives each week For 90 minutes, and that helped with their overall mood and attitude. I can't say the primary purpose of the workshops was happiness, but I'm thrilled it was a result. So let me ask you: what makes you happy? Happiness could be walking on a beach, spending time with friends and family, traveling, attending a sporting event, meeting colleagues at a conference, or going out to your favorite restaurant. There are many ways to capture happiness. Unfortunately, there are many ways for that joy to be stolen or deferred. So let's take a minute to discuss the opposite of happiness, the dreaded S-word, stress. Stress is part of our everyday lives. It can come from so many sources. Some of our stress is the result of daily frustrations of life, including our jobs or our busy schedules or our chronic health concerns. And other stress comes from unexpected challenges, such as a global pandemic, a personal medical crisis, job loss, family emergencies, work-related drama, or other tragedy or disruption. Stress even comes from the good stuff, like starting a new job, or having a baby, or planning a wedding, or moving into your dream home. On the way to good things, we can feel anxious and overwhelmed. We can second-guess ourselves and wish we were somewhere else doing something different. Stress is everywhere all the time. And here's the thing. Stress isn't always bad. It can sometimes motivate us into positive, meaningful action. And even those situations that might initially seem like the negative kind of stress, you have the power to turn the experience into something positive, or at least something with silver linings. Many millions of people realized this during the COVID 19 pandemic, suddenly realizing all the options and opportunities available to them. I could redo my business plan. I could write a book. I can rest and heal. I can learn to play the guitar. I can take an online photography class. I can reorganize my closets and cabinets. The stress of the pandemic was significant for everyone who endured it, and many people found ways to immerse themselves in new routines habits, activities, and projects instead of worrying about all the things they had no control over, like local mask mandates, or when their company was going to reopen, or whether his vaccine would be introduced quickly, the stress was no doubt rough for many people. Well, maybe even most people. It took a toll, and it also brought so much into clear perspective, especially for people who were previously overworked and overscheduled feeling pressure to keep up with the Joneses and to climb the corporate ladders or break their own personal records on a half marathon course. Stress can cause us to reassess. And that's a good thing. Stress, when you deal with it the right way or let things go as soon as you can, can have value in your life. Not all stress is bad stress. Even the stuff that looks bad stress can be okay. I've found that the following six life tools can help you take on stress that comes with your job, your family, and just the day-to-day responsibilities of life. Think of these tools as stress relievers or overwrought leaders. How can these tools help you? Communication. Some of the greatest comedic films and plays revolve around communication or the lack thereof. Think of the classic movies like Birdcage. Caddyshack, an airplane, movies that are full of comedic sequences based on confusion and miscommunication. This confusion turns into the frustrations that the characters feel and express, causing us to laugh as an audience. Why? Because we know better. And it's funny when you're not the one experiencing it. The hilarious outcomes of other people's stress in comedic films or in plays like Shakespeare's Farcyclical and iconic The Comedy of Errors can teach us much about how good communication can prevent stress, just as poor communication can create it. The problem created by poor communication is confusion. And unfortunately, lack of communication or rampant miscommunication exists in our lives and our work every day. Adapting to the new normal of Zoom meetings, virtual learnings, and large remote workforce adds to the confusion. And when we're the ones experiencing it, rather than watching it on a cinema screen, it's not that funny. Paying attention to improving our communication skills can reduce our stress and the stress of others. When people feel disrespected or discounted, stress intensifies. When they feel unheard, they shut down or respond with cynicism, distress, or anger, and the situation becomes exponentially worse. Communication in today's modern environment extends to having a good microphone, strong internet connection, remembering to unmute yourself when speaking, being aware of the nonverbal messaging, and making sure you are sending a positive message. Effective communication validates and motivates. Adaptability. Adaptability is a huge part of improv, because it is improv. And adaptability is one of the six helpful tools of stress management. Many things in life can be stressful, but we can choose to go with the flow. Adapting is simply the ability to readjust as you experience things, whether that readjusts your sales pitch to a potential customer or the time in the morning you give a presentation or having to work primarily from home during a global pandemic. No matter the situation, it takes flexibility and confidence to address change head-on, and let's face it, Things are always changing and things rarely go as planned. Want to practice adaptability? Here's a game you can try. At work with your family and friends, start by soliciting three volunteers to sit in the front and face the audience. Together, these three people, up front or on stage, are Dr. Know It All. They can answer any question, but just one word at a time. To demonstrate the three-way skill, First, we have the three-person Dr. Norrell answer something like, why is the sky blue? Each person should provide a word, starting with one person as the beginning of the line and going one person at a time. As they attempt to construct a sentence to answer the question, inevitably you'll find that each volunteer has quickly formed some plan or agenda in their mind for how they want to answer. You're doing it right now deciding whether you want to craft an answer that's whimsical and based on mythology or whether you want to get the word refraction or sunlight into your answer. However, when the player before the scheming improviser doesn't say something that fits their agenda, they get frustrated and must scramble for a response. That scrambling is adaptability and it's not always easy. This, incidentally, is what happens in real life. We come up with scripts or ideas before the person has finished or started. Why? Because we don't want to look stupid or unprepared or less eloquent. And yet we don't respond appropriately with our scripted responses, either because we're not really paying attention to the person whose words and remarks precede us. And therefore we are unable to adapt based on what was said. When you start to focus you can adapt and reduce your stress at the same time. Adaptable leaders are less stressed leaders. Taking the load off, Stress Relievers for Overwrought Leaders Part Two, with the four other life tools, will be released on December 19th. Thank you for listening. This podcast is a part of the C Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c sweetradio.com.